0: Welcome to another fun-packed, thrill-filled edition of Nice Things. Nice Things. The antidote to modern living. I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and joining me, Sir Michael Livesley. This week we have. I'm Paul Carmichael, and ridicule is
1: nothing to be scared of, or at least oh. that's what Adam Adamant said. Not Adam Adamant. Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Said they were so that. confusing. All of that, wasn't it? I mean, first of all, not for me. The f- weren't they? Really? Did you just not like it?
0: What, Adam and the Ants? Yes. Oh, Christmas 1981 with me. Prince Charming album was oh. an, a glorious Christmas. I listened to it back to front. I still know all the words to Mohawk. Um, you know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it what's wonderful... that and What's that rap bit on it? Marco, uh, Merrick, Terry Lee, Gary Tibbs and yours truly in the Naughty north and the sexy south. We are all singing I Have the Mouth or whatever it is. I can't remember. Is that, it,
1: is that ant rapping? No.
0: Right. He is ant-rapping, but it's not. That's not ant-rap.
1: Or if I confuse that with rat-rapping, which was Roland Rat's single, it could be. That. Oh, I hated Roland Rat. Did you?
0: Yes. Well, I didn't, but I do now. Oh, normally he it's went the to other the BBC. He's one of these defectors, and it was oh, terrible it was at that. the BBC. No, it's just terrible. Well, not, at, not on TVAM. They expanded it all out. Oh, TVAM was cool. But they expanded it all out, didn't they? And they brought in a bloody gerbil and a hamster. And then there was a girl. Yeah, they were along.
1: at ATV. Errol the hamster and Kevin the gerbil. He had those at, at mm. TVAM with Anne Diamond. But he then he them. got
0: a bird, didn't he? There was a bird, yeah. And then he had this Roland Ratzenberger thing. It was shit. I saw it around (laughs) in someone's house. No, no. No. Stick to what you know, lad. Transformers cartoon, bit of Timmy Mallet, Roland Rat, I didn't like
1: the Transformers cartoons. They were cheap.
0: Oh, I loved them.
1: They were just adverts. They and were just adverts, but I bloody loved them at the time. No, I'm afraid they did nothing for me. Although with Adam, Adam and the Ant, but well, I had two confusions there. First of all, I had the fact that my granddad remembered Adam Adamant lives.
0: Yeah, I think and I think there was a residue of that in our household.
1: Yeah, but there were comments every time. So Adam Ant would come on and he'd start muttering about Adam Adamant lives, and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. That was confusing. But also. I've realised only today I completely misunderstood the lyric I quoted earlier That ridicule is nothing to be scared of One of those things where you hear it over and over again I thought it was pretty cute But nothing to be scared of
0: Right, I I thought he was talking
1: about how, you know,
0: dandyish and attractive he was Not at all Right, Uh, misremembered lyrics are uh, Sorry, misheard lyrics are a sort of A a staple of our lives though, isn't it? I remember my mum with uh, You remember full of Asher Mm. Corner Shop Mm. I remember a hoovering up singing room full of ashes on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that part of it was the fact that we had virtually, it was all medium wave and AM radio, so we didn't hear. We mm. didn't get the full, you know, doodah, did we? And that brains, our, our human brains, our marvellous human brain, oh, yes. um, is, is excellent at if we don't quite hear something, we'll recalibrate. That must be what they said.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. And then it suddenly you know, turns out at
0: the age of almost fifty that you've been misremembering it for forty-one years. Oh, f- yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Bit of I mean, a shock, really. Um, Adamant though, that Christmas loved that, mm. loved that. I mean, Adamant was a fixture on Tiz Was virtually, wasn't he? He was a big deal, just full stop. He was huge, and, and I don't know, a, a, a huge
1: influence. There was, there is still a part of me that feels very at home if I'm sort of in vaguely piratey um, clothing. Um, right. Ideally if I had Diana Dawes as a massive
0: furry, that would be magnificent. A massive furry, yes, she Remember was, wasn't her? she? And that was that was a tis was thing. That they seem to have premieres of these videos, didn't they? Not just them, but I remember Bad Manners mm. and Madness and all that. But I mean, I, I'm not sure if that was just because I watched Tiz Was. If you watched a uh, Saturday Superstore, you probably got all that too.
1: Well, you didn't seem to get...
0: Oh, I don't know. You
1: didn't seem to get the the, the fun, silly, naughty bits quite so much. Oh, you, obviously you didn't get the anarchy of Tiz Was or anything like that. I think it was still Swap Shop when... When Tiz was finished, and I hated Swap Shop. It was just yeah. a very boring man asking me if I wanted to give my things away. Absolutely not. And then John yeah. Craven's there, and I thought, Monday to Friday, John, I can cope with you being boring and yeah, telling yeah, me about oil Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to tie
0: slicks. on, as he, in Swap Shop. It's like, no, put a tie on and stay in the
1: week. That's it. Stay behind your desk, or in front of your desk, in fact, and tell yeah. me about the latest oil slick. I don't know fine. what that means. That's fine. But not on, not on Saturdays. That's like your teacher insisting
0: you do school on Saturday. I wasn't yeah, happy. bumping into him in the supermarket on a Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, yes. we didn't like that, did we?
1: No. I bu- I bumped into one of my uh, children's teachers uh, on holiday in Cornwall once, but it was very unfortunate because by pure chance, I'd sent quite an angry email to this teacher. Mm. Naturally, I didn't read the reply because I just a. Sort of the send. I, I'm not interested in what you have to say to me. No. And that was an end of it. It and was I an edict. Up, it absolutely was. It was here your directions. Thank you. Yeah. And then imagine you sit down in a theatre in Cornwall, several hundred miles away, and the person who sits literally next to you is this man you've sent an email to. That was quite awkward. Might have followed you there. He might have done.
0: I shall have my satisfaction. Wouldn't surprise
1: me. Like, yes. the, like the bloke who dresses a bit like me. Yeah,
0: so he's got a nose ring now, hasn't he? He's got a nose ring. Absolutely not. Thus destroying that notion. Nose rings feature not in in 1972. They don't. They don't. Thankfully, I did avail myself of the brothers. um, Yes. And it is well I mean I mean where do you start with that are you sure it's set in Birmingham they talk about London and Arsenal. so day.
1: here's the thing so well we should let's set this little premise up for for the viewers and listeners who might not know what we're talking about we're talking about the brothers um as can we see. My... there we go there now then. That... So the books of the books have been poor. I was thinking about that the other day. Were you I
0: disappointed when it was a paperback?
1: It's very floppy. It's very floppy. Look mm. and it doesn't say straight. Look at that. Look at the look at the I edge. I
0: know, I know. So I it's know. gonna
1: have to sit between two books of a similar size, and rather than. then it's than, gonna
0: flop every time you take it out.
1: It's gonna flop everywhere. So I wasn't happy with that. But you know what I liked is the Go fact on. that um and I don't know why I like this, but I can't imagine many people on was it would it have be been Friday suddenly hmm. realised or Thursday. One of, no, it was Thursday. Thursday. Was Thursday. Uh, I don't think many people in the UK would have suddenly thought, I must see if there's a book about a 1970s... No, wharty-ish. it was Wednesday. Was because it? Because
0: we were talking about it, weren't we? And I said to you, there's got to be a book, and then you said there isn't, and I said you should write one. And you'd kind of had all these grand plans of yes. stalking the cliff face. Yes. Quill in hand. Yes. Um, you know, writing about the brothers.
1: And then it turns out somebody has done it already. It turns out
0: Rob Cope has, has done it.
1: Yeah, well done, Rob. But I kind of like the fact that uh, these two books, literally these two books, must have been on a shelf next to each other at Amazon and they've been in sat Rob's there, house. In Rob's house. And yeah, then they've edited the other up...
0: 5,000 of them. Yes,
1: will be somewhere else, just like yeah. landfill. But uh, so the brothers. Yes, the brothers. Uh, 1972 it starts yeah. and it's the first big super soap, isn't it? It's one of those big things that the BBC becomes known for, really, um, a bit like, well, it's got a similar feel to Juliet Bravo and The Lotus Eaters and those solid, solid programs, and certainly Howard's Way, and shows an awful lot of the cast and crew with Howard's Way. Um, and it's it's difficult to even know why it's so good. Because it shouldn't be interesting, should it? It's three brothers discussing trucks.
0: So, why is it so good? Well, there's a couple of elements for me with that. Go on. <clears throat> First of all, it's nostalgia, obviously. I remember the world looking like that. What struck me, and I don't know if this is actual, um, you know, the sound on tape or if it's foley added later, but just how much... 1970s cars creak and rattle and when they shut a door you hear the bloody thing um mm. so that's very um very evocative all those clattery noises i remember yeah, i remember the sound of my easy
1: yeah i remember my like mum's hillman imp she had yeah. a hillman imp and, and when she closed the door it was just like someone twatting metal that's right
0: that's there was right. nothing
1: nothing soft and seductive no, like no, you no. get now it was and, a proper
0: and Ruffle. I think that the world was noisy in the right way back then. I think it's noisy in the wrong way now. And I like... So I, I sort of like that background, um, you know, patina of sound. So I love mm. that. I love the way people dress, obviously. Yeah. Um, so there's that aspect to it. Also, being born in 1972 myself, the whole storyline about the daughter being uh, bothered mm. by being illegitimate. Because yes. obviously I was... am... Uh, illegitimate, a bastard, sir. (laughs) Um, And so that sort of frames all the shit that my mum went through, because Mm. she did, having me when she weren't married. So there's that element to it. Mm. Um, Why does it work? So, well, Well, I mean, it's biblical. It's biblical, isn't it? It's Cain and Abel. You know, Edward is, you know, he's Cain. Mm. You know, he's made his sacrifice, Mm. but God in this instance the disembodied uh, late father um is it robert or richard what's he called
1: uh robert it's robert, robert hammond who we never so meet
0: god has deemed so it's a rewriting of cain and abel isn't it because god has deemed we've got two abels and a female abel too mm. um his sacrifice is deemed not worthy enough you know mm. and so you've got that lovely sort of you know, we've got those archetypes of Cain and Abel in our head and you've got this resentful older brother who's done everything he can and yet God has smited him. Yeah. So that's, that story for a kickoff has endured for however, I mean, mm. what is it written? 5,000 years. So it probably, it's 25,000 years old, that story. And there's a reason stories like that endure. Mm. So now, he's resentful.
1: And let's add to that then that right at the beginning, we, we started a funeral not the only, not the only big program in '72 to start with the patriarch never appearing and it being their funeral. Emer- loads of
0: it. In loving memory is another one.
1: In loving memory, Although Emmerdale- he's In
0: the bed at the beginning. Emmerdale. Ah,
1: Emmerdale Farm, of course, starts yeah. with Old Man Sugden. He's dead, and it's his funeral right at the beginning of the program. Yeah, it is a scope. So, and but it allows you to be given these wonderful matriarchs. We've talked about them before, and of course, in the brothers, right in the centre there, we've got
0: Jean Anderson. Jean Alexander. I love it when she fucks her lines up. Which oh, she yes. does do, yes. Which she does do, and it's just like, huh, she carries on absolutely. It's, it's just like, and what? And you think to yourself, why didn't they retake? And I'm thinking, because she wouldn't. Because she wouldn't, and why the she should they? Wouldn't That's why, why should oh, they? Shut up! It's yes, theater love. Exactly. I can imagine she got that sort of thing. No, it was performance shot Yes, up.
1: absolutely. So, um, so we open with her funeral. That her husband has died, and we yeah. go to the will reading, which is her. Her three sons.
0: Now this is when
1: it mm. moves
0: on from trope territory.
1: And the and the company secretary, and as the will is read, it is revealed that the husband was having it away with the company secretary for many a year. Yeah. And they've got a twenty year old or eighteen is she? Seven year old daughter. Seventeen year old daughter. And that's revealed around the table at the will reading. And she's left, is it a quarter of the company? I think as Jean well?
0: takes it very, very well. Stoic. Very stoic. I mean, oh, can you yes. imagine if that was so? If that was made now, mm. Mm. Can you imagine the sort of the, the heavy-handed way that would be handled. People shouting. Oh, it'd be beyond shouting. There'd be chairs getting loud. around. there'd be people getting held back. Uh, oh no, 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 no. Keep no reading no. is what you get. No, no,
1: we don't need that sort of thing. We need, we need Gene being stoic and the brothers looking slightly shocked. And that's it. And then we're right into it. And so suddenly you've not only got the illegitimate child, you've also got a woman being given a co ownership of a massive company. And that's like, again, controversial territory. There's a lovely spot in this Mm.
0: scene where it's revealed that she's had the kid to Robert Hammond. Yes. And so therefore, at work she's obviously been going by the name Is she is it Kingsley a surname? Miss Kingsley, yes. But she's obviously, because it makes no sense at the time when she takes her wedding ring off and puts it on the table. Mm. However, it's symbolic because in work she's been known as Mrs. Kingsley. That's it. That's what she was telling everyone. Because I, when I was like that, bloody hell, that's an awful lot of trouble for that uh, close-up of the ring coming off. Why? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Now, the viewers at the time would have got that. Oh yeah! Straight away, that's
1: their language. They'd have, they'd have made yeah. those links immediately.
0: Yeah, yeah, me, I was like, "Whoa." because from the moment it opens, as well, I'd like to point out, it's before you see Gerald Glaister, you know it's Gerald Glaser. Yes, you just know it. Mm-hmm. it it's like. He's overseeing that production, and it's it's the same when you watch Secret Army or Cold. It's it's like all right, this is this is this is Jerry Glaister. Cool. Absolutely, and you feel immediately safe because you know that sort of vocabulary, don't you? That's his lexicon, everything about it. The Dudley Simpson music's beautiful. Absolutely, that should be pointed absolutely, out. it's a Derek beautiful Benfield, piece. Derek of... Benfield, fuck me. Well, Just... let's talk about Derek Benfield, wow. shall we? Derek, to, for Derek Benfield to be given such a big role when mm. you're only used to sort of morsels in other yes. things it's just like fuck me someone actually saw his potential you know yeah. the great playwright that he was as well. Stunning he's absolutely stunning. He's, he's a fabulous,
1: solid rock solid performer one of those people who if what you needed was a rock solid bloke as yeah. a character he's not nuanced he isn't riddled with psychosis or anything deconstructed that. whatsoever he's not he's a bloke who goes to work and I think that that characterization that he gives it is absolutely sublime. Oh, beautiful. There's a
0: lovely speech, isn't there, where he's uh, early doors, where he's just saying, uh, there's a shortage of drivers in this industry, mm. Mr. Hammond, to Teddy. Um, and uh, what you're telling me is these men know they could walk out and get a job anywhere else, so we're on probation. You asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that, there's that lovely bit of writing as well. But outside of that, ah mm. oh, Hilary tyndall my god by heavens a stirring of the senses Hilary tyndall stunningly charismatic sensual beautiful woman oh who, yeah oh. who can act her pants off Ugh, shame oh she didn't
1: yeah <clears throat> she could Wonderful. she's she has got that thing that Liz Sladen has. She can play several emotions all at mm. once, but she's blatant with them. Aww. She plays one set of emotions to camera and another set of emotions to the, to the person in the scene with her, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we get to see what's going on in mm-hmm. her head while she's while she's performing almost on a different level to the other person who she's in the scene with, Richard Easton uh, as Brian. We mm. get to see that complexity. And she's playing the first ever archetype of that character. You would not have your Joan Collins characters in Dynasty no, if it wasn't you, for Hillary Tindall. No, I see con- where you're coming Tindall.
0: from, though. I'd not considered that. Okay, mm. okay. so there's that aspect. She's complex. I think up until this point, you were allowed strong females. You were allowed them. Obviously, you've got
1: Noel Gordon, you've got Pat Phoenix, you've got Sheila Mercier and Amadale Farm. You've got these strong females. But all of a sudden, you get Hillary Tindall, and she's there, and she likes to drink. She likes to smoke. She likes to fuck who she wants to, mm. when she wants to. And she is nobody's fault. And she's argumentative. And she wins the argument.
0: There's a great line in oh. it where she says um, she's talking to David. I think it's mm. David, the younger brother. Is that yes, right? Yes, that's Am I David. Am yeah. that right? Yeah. That's David. Um, so... Um, she's talking to him and she's going on about her marriage and she says when I when I got married when I was eighteen she was like I was I knew I was I was pretty I knew that she said but I didn't know what I had and yeah. I know what I have now and I want it to be appreciated and it's just like fucking hell man yes you know, oh we've got a lively one here <laughs> yes um, it's oh. fantastic she is uh, to to read that she died at 54 is mm. oh man she could still be working now oh she should, 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 be, she should she be. should
1: still be working now yeah it was it was breast cancer and of course cancer care in the early 90s wasn't what it is now and she's fucking electric she's absolutely
0: lights it up she's I mean, obviously, you know, my type of lady and all Ooh. of that, but that's not all it's about. No. Um, you know, it's not that she's a sort of beautiful brunette lady who's strong, which I <laughs> very much like. <laughs> it's uh, not just that, no. It's, it's, it's not just that, because no. that wouldn't be, the, as you say, the complexity of performance, the, the complexity of character, which I can imagine that nine parts of that is her. And mm. I, can't, I can't imagine that the the writers were so insightful. I think sometimes
1: what you just get is an actor who'll look at what they've been given on the page and they'll go, yes, but I think they're this. And then if you play them like that, the writers have got no choice other than to go, oh, that works. Okay, let's write her like that. And then you build on that and they build on that <laughs> and so on and so on. And then suddenly you've got this this character Mm. Nobody, I think that if you consider all the people that they could have cast in that role back then, so many people they could have Mm. cast, but you needed an actress of fiery intelligence, of supreme skill, yeah, somebody who was prepared to create something that if she'd have just overplayed it slightly more, she teeters on the verge of camp. As she goes on, but never tips over into it. It's just right on the verge of what you can and can't get away with. And but she takes it right to the wire. And when she oh my god, when she uses her eyes when she's furious.
0: All of it. All of it. I think you nailed it with the word intelligence.
1: Mm. Yeah, there's an intelligence. There's an intelligence to all the performances, though. Those are performances which have been rehearsed, obviously, and that'll bring us back to the question you asked in a moment, but they've been rehearsed. And then they are in studio and they just do it and they do it well. And yeah, the lines occasionally, especially with Jean, who was getting on a bit, they might just trip occasionally. Yeah, Doesn't but matter. you
0: know, the grace, the grace mm. with those fluffs is just like, not asked.
1: No, she was still working to about 2000, you know, she That's was still working. Donish astonishing, 28, mm. no,
0: 28 years after the brothers, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, she um, kept
1: going. But what you asked before about Birmingham. Okay. When, you, when you mentioned that the other day, I suddenly thought, oh, hang on, maybe I've got this a little bit wrong. And I thought back, because I'm a, I'm on about series four at the minute, I'm halfway through. And all the geography suggests we're south of London, because we're That's so right. close to yeah, Dover. Yeah.
0: Well, well uh, Anne, Hilary Tyndall, mm. she says to Brian Anne which she hates living south of the river.
1: That's it, yeah. So I think... What's happened is at some point because I I, th- I would have seen this originally when I was seventeen when it went out on UK Gold. I think it went out, it went out on Fridays on UK Gold at half past two and then at nine o'clock at night, um, and it, in that very first week, you know, when UK Gold just went have archive bump. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I was you were 17 adopter weren't you Dave? Oh I was yeah, yeah 17 watching Hillary. And then at the end BBC Birmingham. I, I,
0: I don't think I'd still be living.
1: Oh no no distracting. Oh, oh BBC Birmingham at the end so you do sort of go oh is it But right. no I think that was just where it was recorded.
0: But it's one of those things as well because it's all over the map a little bit because mm. with Mr Benfield He's sort—he's of, very northern, isn't he? And very sort of so they've obviously trade unionists. So mm-hmm. he's, but what um, what is amusing is that Glyn Owen slips into northerner when he's talking to him. Yes. Now I, there's two schools that trains of thought on this. Is that is that not ineptitude? What's the word? Is that inability as an actor, or is that deliberate? Is that Teddy thinking, "I'll talk like you, and then I'll get where I want"? I choose to believe the latter.
1: I choose to believe the latter. I think Glyn Owen, if you look at his track record of playing these, you know, these wonderful characters, he did the, the full run of Howard's Way,
0: and he's stunning in it. His did he? he oh, oh yeah. I might have to watch Howard's Way now. Oh, though.
1: he's in the full run, and I don't think I've ever seen anybody do a better performance as a drunk than him. Because in, in Howard's way, he's not an alcoholic. If they made it now, he'd be an alcoholic and have problems. But mm. then, he was just a drunk. But his drunk performance...
0: Well, pfft. let's talk about that because the amount of boo... Just casual booze in it. Just, just
1: Hillary Tyndall on the booze. Just, just all her. of them.
0: All of them. You know, mm. Teddy's just like that. Like Scotch. Scotch. Um, um, you know, yeah. Gene Alexander's like, oh, yeah, I will join you, yes. Mm. Um, all of them. Mm. I mean, David... Um, it, it feels... What's he called now? Robin... Uh, Robin Chadwick. Robin Chadwick. Is it David? Have I got that right? I think yes. so. David's
1: the youngest, Brian's the middle, and
0: Teddy's yeah. at the top. Yeah. Yes, I'm getting mixed up with... Anyway, fuck that. So, um, the way he plays it as a right misogynistic shit to the absolutely devastating Gabrielle Drake. I know she's not your cup of tea, but... Well, no. But, oh, blimey. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. ha Anyway, um, yes. I'm getting distracted again, man. Um <laughs> yes. The way he plays it with her, he's an absolute shit, isn't he? And and oh yeah. And you sort of you sort of think to yourself, is this too sort of badly drawn? This this caricature here of he's an arsehole? Um or at the time because men weren't probably very understanding, mm. should we say, or sympathetic or whatever to women. Mm. General perception. I'm not saying that was a fact. Mm. Is it a case that they had to? you know, heighten it in order to make him stand out from the misogynistic crowd.
1: I think what you've got with those three brothers is you've got beautifully drawn, rock-solid characterization oh, from each biblical. one of them. I think it is. It's that. So you've got to have the young, naive brother who will make mistakes. You've got Brian, solid, or so it
0: seems, dear. Yeah. Oh no, Brian's already cracking. He's too cardboard for his own good. Now you can say is that because he's up against Hillary? No, that's no, the character. He's that got to is be very character. beige. He against has this sort be. of exotic uh, creature of the tropics that is Anne.
1: But it leads and oh, because because I, I know what this is going to lead
0: to, and it's just going to. I don't oh, tell me anything.
1: I, I I know, but I just I can't wait to David see how you react. Obviously,
0: the fool who's going to become the king at some point.
1: Well, one would have thought. Yes, but, but then we we'll come to see. well, we come to a little interesting thing here, don't we? Which is, in this, no, 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 wouldn't not in 1972. Wouldn't have been allowed the, uh, to be involved in the business, dear. No. No. What's interesting is when you this wonderful book here. I'm going to give you an example. The final, the final two episodes, right?
0: Hmm.
1: Recorded in studio, second of December 1976. Broadcast the 12th of December, '76.
0: Just Jesus.
1: 10 days between. And the final episode recorded 16 16th, 16th of days. December, broadcast Sunday the 19th of December.
0: Oh, by God! That, I, I tell you what, can you imagine being on that floor right, fucking go. We've got tonight, and they would have had that one
1: day to get that in the can. It's on in three days.
0: hers are up on the back of my neck now. If I want one to of in them, in that position.
1: If one of them had been ill on that day, that's your, that's your no. start of your Christmas schedule. Of absolutely the absolutely no party ill. Episode. No, can't but be imagine Ill.
0: fucking up. Oh. Can you no. imagine? That must have just been like live telly. Not not mm. live TV, but uh, must have been like as live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, that pressure oh, isn't that beautiful. Oh Think yes, that want pressure. want it in my life.
1: Oh, want that so much. But of course, these days it's all shot eight months in advance uh, anyway. Mm, I know. No. Ha- no. However, of course, the thing is, we get to the end of season seven, and it sets <sighs> no, no, no 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 no. It sets a number of points up, and we're we're oh, ready for no, season no, eight.
0: No. Now you've really depressed me because I know where you're going, and you've frozen, and you've frozen.
1: I'm back and I paused So Okay Here's what happens Here's what happens this, we, is,
0: this makes my heart sink
1: We get to the end of season seven And we're coming up for the meeting At which we recommission series for the year And what seems to have happened Is one of two things Either a memo got lost Somewhere between the production office And wherever it was meant to go Or Somebody was busy and they didn't attend a meeting. But either way, when it came to recommissioning everything for the following year, they recommissioned what was on the list, and the brothers wasn't on it. Simple as that, it just wasn't on the list. So they commission and then we got this spur these spur slots now, 13 part slots. Let's commission some Anna Karena or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And it was the biggest programme. The BBC was making it was huge. It uh,
0: it can't be an oversight. It simply can't. Was grade there then?
1: No grade wasn't there. Right. Okay. So we can't even blame him. No, this was genuinely an oversight. And by the time this was realised, and it it's possibly it's partly because it's a victim of its own success. If you look at the listings, then we go from one series a year to I think series four and five. It goes series four, three months off, season five. Yeah, and yeah, then the yeah, next yeah. year is season six, a couple of months, season seven. So maybe it just was one of those things where you thought oh, it's not due to come round yet. But of course, yeah, but
0: why didn't it happen the next year? you see, I've thought about this a lot. So they closed just the production in case office. it isn't clear to listeners and viewers. Season eight, the the final season no, was. No, no, season to, seven. No, but season eight that was gonna wrap it mm. and complete all the story arcs was mm. never made. Because no. as Paul's just pointed out, it was left off paperwork. However, if we're having a meeting, a board meeting at Cadbury, and they're talking about, you know, the projected products for the next year, and dairy milk isn't on that list, someone would notice. So, is this detachment of management from product?
1: Yes, it is. It's right, in the okay. same way. And the only – there's a documentary on one of the Blu-ray sets where they talk about in in 1989, and they were having discussions about what would come back the next year – and it was as simple as Peter Krugin, uh being asked, uh, "Are we doing Doctor Who?" And he went, "No, no, no, let's not." Okay, that's the decision. Yeah, but Doctor Who was shit. But it doesn't matter, and, 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 uh,
0: and it's currently shit. So that's I d- fine. Uh, Don't I disagree. Make
1: that. I disagree about 1989. But I know you do. But what you end up with is that's how quick the decision was.
0: Are we doing it? No, not this year. Okay, so moving what, on.
1: Oh, there, there
0: can't have been any love for the program.
1: But there, despite, there was because this is a
0: program. No, 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 not the public. I'm about, right dickheads around a board table no
1: but there would have been this is where it's all so tragic that it happened because this is a program which was number one in the netherlands right you've got it number one in wow. the netherlands number one in israel number one all over the world and in this country it's number one on the bbc you know it's
0: huge so the dutch lo- loved hillary they knew the score the
1: dutch loved it well the dutch um released the the album christmas with the hammonds in which, which I now want and must which, have. Which you must have because you yes. get these. You get you get Jennifer. You know, sort of saying, "Oh, happy Christmas to everybody listening." Then they do a bit of a song, and there is nothing, nothing beats Colin Baker's rendition of "Good King Wenceslas." Lass. It's dreadful. Hillary in
0: oh. a Mrs. Santa outfit. I don't think Hillary's on the record. It's in my head. Yeah. So, um, oh, right, rewinding a few steps here. Ooh. What was wrong with making? Season 8 in 1979, in 1980, in 1981. There's got to be more to this.
1: When you close the production office, that's the first thing. And the second thing is when your actors are told, right, we're not doing it this year, they go, right, what's coming up then? And Glenn Owen walks straight into the... Pa- oh, no, Glenn Owen, Owen was gone by, by then. Way. He's gone after season one. We can talk about him going. Um, but, uh, other, you know, they would have just walked into other programmes and then they aren't available. Glacier gets uh, pushed elsewhere. Secret Army. Secret Army.
0: Oh, this is dreadful. Let's not dwell anyway. No. Let's not dwell. I Let's have six focus beautiful series coming up. You um, do. Is it resolved in any way at the end of seven or is it just Oh
1: no, there is, there is so much that's resolved. It's not that it leaves you on it the worst thing would be if because they get they they start doing this lovely thing with the cliffhangers where they get the the stakes mount. So at the end of season three and four and five, you've got proper cliffhangers to pull you back. The end of the final series, you don't have that. You get the feeling that things will be all right. That's the feeling. It's going to be okay. Um, and the final shot, um, it's a lovely final shot, and they roll the credits over studio rather than over pictures of the cast or anything like that.
0: So it does have a finality to it. I love how the credits begin with sort of that um, white on blue shot of the Bedford truck. Mm. It's just brilliant. Yes. Just that alone is enough, really. Yes, that's all you need. Um, but yes, the devastatingly beautiful, talented, and wonderful Hillary to Hillary have Tengler. passed away so young. It's, that's a tragedy. It's I such think one, a tragedy. Of her,
1: one of her final roles, um, if you want to see her, she's in the original Max Headroom, which was made oh for Channel 4. Oh, God. I know. Dreadful. But, she looks... God, she's stunning in that. She's stunning in that. This is ten years before
0: she died, but my God, she was a beautiful woman even she was amazing and wow as a performer oh yeah she you know these there are certain performers that make everyone else up the game And i mean gene alexander's of that ilk mm. glenn owen's just in his own orbit i mean you know so he's kind of sort of rumbunctious and just rattling around isn't he he is um but yeah okay brilliant thank you i'm really delighted that i listened to you because it's so good it's such it a good so series. so good
1: it is. It's um, it's very Moorish. Do be careful.
0: Oh, I've done. Yeah, I'm on the fifth now. I mean, it's it's one of those things that a lot of people wouldn't be able to get into because they've got to penetrate that sort of layer of uh, brown corduroy, haven't they? They have. Um, and and if you're not into that, then it's going to be a, a bit of an obstacle. However, not for me. I adore no. brown corduroy. Yes. Yeah, so if you um, if you
1: can't enjoy the brown corduroy, you are missing out.
0: You are missing out. It's Terribly. it's splendid. And the photograph on the back of the book for. The viewers mm. is a wonderful reunion shot. That's
1: for an ITV show, uh the Cult of the Brothers, um, which I've not been able to find. um I think it, no, it was BBC actually. Oh, but it so was Kate one
0: O'Mara's in it later on.
1: Kate O'Mara, Mike Pratt from Randall and Hopkirk. Yeah, um Pratt. Oh yeah, the cast Glenn is Owen's still there. The cast is sublime. Honestly,
0: it is just beautiful bit of telly there's Derek for all you uh truckers out there there he is so you can see what he is and lovely Fantastic. uh lovely
1: Julia Goodman on the back who can be found on Twitter I'll put po- I'll post oh, her that's link. nice she's on Twitter she's still she's still working absolutely yes. wonderful
0: yes so yeah. she she's very um very interesting actress yeah oh yes yeah. I, I love how she wants to just hear about her father. She's at the party, mm. the party scene, which is just like straight away, it's like 70s cocktail party, here we go, blah, 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 blah. And then George A. Cooper walks on, and you're like, ah, which George A. Cooper are we getting? We're getting loud, happy George A. Cooper, not the caretaker off Grain Jail.
1: No, we're getting loud, happy, step George yes. A. Cooper. Boss. Which is, oh, Boss. lovely. He's now such
0: that, a welcome presence.
1: Here's the thing, dear. Yes. I need a piss. <laughs> Right, well, that's good. You go and have a slash. So can we pop a wee break in? Is that Of it? course we can. Okay. And then yes. I'll, I'll I might get that.
0: myself a glass of pop. You get a glass of pop, I'll have a yeah. wee, and then we'll be right back. We shall see you after the break with more stuff and nonsense. Mm.
1: There's a wonderful episode of um, Crossroads. Yeah. S- starts with a close-up of someone pouring beer. Wilf, the character's name is. But he's holding it at the worst angle ever just so that he can show camera. But then behind him, his son and um, the son and uh, daughter-in-law are having a discussion in which it's made obvious that someone's got a splinter. And I, I don't want to hear that. And, and no. you can just hear the muttering like, oh, well, if you if you just push the skin back. Like, oh, good Lord. Oh, no, I've often thought one should just detach that and just listen to those words over and over again.
0: I do like getting a splinter, though.
1: Why? Why would you like it? I don't like the getting of it. I enjoy the extraction of it. Hateful, hateful! Can't do it. I'd rather it stayed in there. No, I... no, 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 no. Because I think, I think, if you leave it in there long enough, your body's going to sort of eat it. Almost, isn't it? It'll absorb it. If it's wood, none of it's, it's wood. Yes, not if yes. None of it's metal or glass. Well, I
0: had, I had when I was growing up. I had a, a loft bedroom, mm. and um, it had a, a aluminium ladder in it. Right. right. You know, the things that go, dun, go, dun, go dun, and oh. fall down. Yeah. So after a bath one night, I got it down. Now, obviously, with it being us, the rubber stopper was missing off the feet. Yeah. Right. So it just thunk <laughs> and just whacked me here. Oh. And for years, I have a scar here. It's under your scar. It's under <laughs> me tash. Yeah. Um, and for years, I had this little scar with a little yellow spot at the end that I'd pop every few weeks. Right. And then, after about 10 years one day, I pulled a strand of aluminium out of it. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Aluminium can give you Alzheimer's as well. It's probably what's that with me, love. Oh, there you go. That's what it'll be then. Mm. No, no, there's no joy in getting it. Did you enjoy pulling that out? Was there a part of you? Oh, brought... I did. Vindicated. The graph t- vindicated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I did. I did, oh. actually. Yeah, I felt great about that. Even now, I'm I'm reveling. I'm soaking in the warm bath of the comfort of that memory. Now, this should go on the list with eating hot curry... And um, that sort of thing. It's what, not enjoying nice. getting splinters out? Yeah, there's no I once got a fly in my eye, right, walking around the park one Friday night. And I tried and tried and tried. It weren't working. There was bits of fly coming out. And then the next morning I got up and in the corner of my eye, my body had managed to wrap up and deposit the little body of the fly. And I was like, eh, Bye. Body's an amazing thing. It is. I Hillary remember being... tendrils being a prime oh, yeah. example
1: of it. No, I do remember being on a on a, a little canal boat holiday once and taking <laughs> and taking ta- taking another family Slim with us.
0: Slim volume of Malomay on the <laughs> 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 just being
1: um, operating the locks, which I didn't yes. particularly enjoy because it was quite hard work. I liked it when you first started turning it before it Ooh. got stiff, and then you oh no, somebody can take over.
0: Really fucking clever though.
1: Oh, so clever. But on this occasion, I did it halfway and I got bored. And so I, there was a, a boy staying with us. Duncan, I think his name was. So you finish it off. and say, Boy, I say, boy. There you come. <laughs> and he he did the rest of it. But then I I think you're meant to actually lock it. In fact, the reason I know you're meant to lock the oh, yes. top of the lock,
0: Hence the name.
1: Yeah, it's because his face
0: was too quick,
1: uh, too close to it. And it went and it unwound on his face. And what I remember from that was he must have sort of given a cry of pain because <laughs> there was an explosion of blood from him, and I thought it had there taken his face off. So yeah, I enjoyed that, lucky. but then I got blamed for it, and ever since well, then yes. I've not,
0: I've not been. Why?
1: That's not my because fault. Because you
0: didn't lock the bloody handle off, and it twatted him.
1: I wasn't in charge of it by that point. I'd done the opening part. I'd shown him what to do. You do the rest. It's not you my were fault. Off into he's the woods,
0: weren't you, to sketch things? At no, 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 this I was point. Just, just observing. My mind was on higher things. Manner. Exactly. You know. Mm. Anyway, so Duncan disorderly. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, you yeah. had a point to make. You check your phone for it. Did I? oh yes
1: no I did actually. Um, for those of you who haven't got a clue what the first half hour of the of today's show was, I've just checked. And somebody, I oh, don't approve of this normally, but yeah. someone has somebody's uploaded The Brothers to YouTube. So we put
0: a sneak in Yeah, I posted about The Brothers. I, I've had a, a sort of, because I've been so, so, I'm not whinging. I'm really happy mm-hmm. I've been so busy for weeks because mm. it's been doing lovely, lovely things. I'm not complaining. No, no. However, Friday night, I managed to squirrel away some time, light the fire and mm. I watched From Beyond the Grave, um, mm. Amicus 1974, yes. Peter Cushing mm. oh god what a fucking film oh. that is Yes. Um, Derek, uh, David Warner in the first one where he gets the mirror I must feed where the man appears shrouded in mist and Warner kills people, well mm. ladies in order to uh, slake his blood lust um, Story 2, Ian Bannon Donald and Angela Pleasance where Ian mm. Ban So the premise, do you know the film? You probably don't. No, no, it's a so film. I'm... Peter Cushing. Here's one for our Peter Cushing Appreciation Society member. Lovely. This is chap. where we
1: get this wrong again, but off we go. Yes. No, I only watched it the <laughs> other
0: night, so unless the aluminium that was embedded in my lip all those years has done its work. Um so Peter Cushing is an old chap who sort mm. of it's northern Peter Cushing. Right, where he's, he talks very soft and very this, that, and the other. Oh, how are you? And all that stuff. Right. Um, and he runs a shop called Temptations. Hmm. And so when people come in the shop, so the first story with David Warner, he wants this old <clears throat> mirror, right? And he he diddles the price down, uh-huh. Right? So, obviously, he's going to get his comeuppance, which he does. Yes. And then Ian Bannon comes in. Ah, looking for his snaff box. Oh, no, no, no. That's Ian Carmichael. I do beg your pardon. Ian Bannon meets an old soldier by the station, Donald Pleasant, selling shoelaces and stuff. And Diana Dawes is his wife when Diana Dawes ruled the earth. And he comes home. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you anyway. But he's uh, she's, like, giving him shit all the time. And all the way through, the kid's, like, laughing and blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Anyway, he tells he's trying to impress Donald Pleasant this old soldier, that he, I was in the army, you know. Ah, I knew when I saw you, sir, I could tell you were a military man and all this business. Mm. So he goes in the shop to get the um, Medal of Honor because he tells Donald Pleasance he he was honourable in the army. And he's like, oh, well, you've got the certificate, sir. Otherwise, any Tom, Dick or Harry could say they won this, couldn't they? Mm. Anyway, he buggers off in the back. "Eh, I'll come in with the certificate. Peter Cushing goes in the back. Bannon, swipe, goes out. And he's like... Naughty, very naughty. <laughs> so, so he gets his comeuppance. <coughs> Third story: Ian Carmichael in a wonderful, wonderful, honest to God, it is just the best. Right? Mm. He goes in. There's a couple of snuff boxes in a cabinet. Little labels, pricey labels. In he switches the one he wants so as a label of forty quid in, gets one out of another five quid. Mm. And then when Peter Cushing says, looks in it, he's like, "Oh, five pounds, please, sir." Ian Carmichael straight away. Shall we say four? Oh, you've got it coming to you, mate. Oh. So he's got this little elemental buried in his. Sh- and his wife is Nairi Dawn Porter. Oh, now then. Oh. Then now. My God. Yes. Please. Just beautiful. Beyond oh. beautiful in this. And such delicate performance as well. Mm. With the eyes again. There's one bit where she. I, I, you'll spot it if you watch it. There's, this just, there's just this bit where you're like. That ain't acting. That's how'd you do that? Mm. How'd you do it? Is acting? I know it's acting. Mm. I couldn't do that. Is it with I, the eyes? That intense it's, thing. It's like a double look at something. I can't even remember what it is, mm. but it's stunningly great. You know, from a, a motivational point of view. Anyway, that's a brilliant story. And he has to get. I think she's called Madame. All off summer who he meets on the train, and she spots this elemental burrowing into his shoulder, and she's like that. Oh, he's homicidal. You've got to get rid of it. You know, it's proper like. um you know, that archetype that's in the Daemons. Oh, like Miss Hawthorne, the Miss White Hawthorne. Witch. Miss Hawthorne, yeah. But, be I mean, literally, just that line between caricature and just, you know, just that line. Mm. That's wonderful. Yeah. I didn't even mean to launch into this. I'm so no, 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 no. Um, and the final story is Ian Ogilvy, and he buys an old door. Anyway, um, you must watch it. I'll send it to you. All watch right, I'll it. listen. You it's, know what? Nairi 85- Dawn Porter. Oh! Foresight Saga, but even better, da- Nairie Dawn Domp- Domp- Porters. Uh, even uh, Madame Orloff says, Ooh, she's hot stuff! Uh, you know, because the Elemental want to get mm. into her, as we all do. Mm. Um, so Friday night, I watched that. Yeah. Oh, lovely night off. And then last eve, I-, I lit it. There's a point to this story. There's an actual mm. point. Sorry about this, anyone listening and watching. Mm, yeah. Um...
1: They know the what they're getting, I'm sure. Yes.
0: I put the brothers on, took a photograph, sent it to you, mm. put it on the Twitters and whatnot. Yes. And the amount of people underneath who are watching the brothers on YouTube, mm. which was where we came in here, um, yes. it was just like, first of all, my first thought is, Me. Mm. Me don't agree. However, no, no. it's just like, wow, 50 years after a show was made, bang, 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 bang all these people are just like, this is wonderful. We're watching mm. it right now. Yeah, it is. Which it's is wonderful. very and, comforting.
1: And didn't you find that the old uh, the DVD set is going for quite a lot of money at the moment?
0: Quite a lot of money. Yes. However, um, it needs to be on Blu-ray. It does. It, it does. It needs to be on Blu-ray.
1: Mm. I don't know if you could do much with the picture quality, because the, the 16 mil film sequences are scratched to buggery. But... My favourite thing, and it's something I've only just started doing recently, one of my many favourite things, of course, is when you watch the brothers, of course, that title sequence is used in every episode, but they'd get the film out every week, load it up in the in the basement, and then they go, all right, we're ready for the titles, and they play the film every week. So it starts off on episode one looking quite nice. By episode 13, the film is just scuffed and buggered. We're
0: straying into the realm of parlography here. Aren't we? Oh. We really are. That's not something that most people would notice. No. Um, But it's like your uh, fascination with the Ambassadors of Death titles. Oh. You know. You've got to have a favourite one. You have to. If it's not episode two, I want to know why. Well, why don't you tell the boys and girls the mechanics of this?
1: The mechanics of it? Okay, you've got a wonderful director... Um, who works on that. And he always used to do this thing, um, Michael Ferguson, where he'd sit, well, I want to make the titles a little different from usual. So he does it in his first, um, he does it in uh, The Seeds of Death with model shots of the moon and earth. But then in The Ambassadors of, uh, of Death, you get the lovely, big John Pertwee opening titles. Then you get the recap from last week. Then you get the titles again, but they scream in with the words, the ambassadors, and then with a, of death, explodes on the screen, episode one or so. Episode two being my favourite, because it's got a tape fault, because they start playing the music in at twice the speed. And, and how do they play the music in? Um, oh, live. <coughs> it's being played in live, by the Grams Operator. So, what you would have <coughs> is, um Do the TVs. boys
0: and girls know what a Grams Operator is?
1: gramophone operator essentially that's where it comes from so
0: just to i'm sorry to call your juices but when you told me this Mm. because i asked all these questions Mm. i found it fascinating that someone's there sort of like carl cox style with two turntables in 1970 with two copies of the doctor who theme tune so they've they've gone down a few gens oh yeah already they have, absolutely. And one of them, you know that wonderful, the big, the
1: scream, as you call it, into the music at the end of each episode, the wheeew, with that wheel. So he's got the scream lined up, and he's got a bit of the opening title uh, as it's just well. just sort of DJ element so of it. So it's like, you know. start that record, start that record, wheeew, whoa and mix it in live. while someone's rolling a bit of film in at the same time, that's and the skill of that, but obviously one of the turntables for episode two is on seventy-eight. Which I love because you just get a second, less than a second before he realizes, shit, wrong speed, pulls that down, still cues the other record in. I just see him in headphones, sort of like, you know, in a beat they're doing it. That's exactly, you know, except he would have been. You've got the you've got your gallery control room for pictures where your producer and director and vision mixers are, and the the sound control room is next to it, where they're monitoring and altering the sound from the studio and playing the music in live.
0: It's, this oh. is what gets me. I didn't have a clue that telly was so sort of live as such.
1: Mm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, ideally, what you wanted, say if you're recording, be it The Brothers or be it The Ambassadors of Death, what you want is decent chunks of of television. So you want to know that when you come to edit the tape, right, we've recorded the titles from film. They go first. Then they did scenes one, two, and three without stopping. So we just put that big chunk there, and it's already got the music, and it's already got the visual effects recorded live in studio, and we just put them together like that, and then we've got the whole programme. They wanted it
0: done in studio, but, yeah, all of that had to be just just, timed. That is just coming from where we are, Mm. sort of... And and the, and sort of experience of making television the that, safety now. Well, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's all done comfortably away from the production. Mm. Absolutely, all, all yeah. the technical elements of it. You know, but the idea that I remember when I read the Survivors book and it said they used to play the theme on a loop in the studio, mm. and I was kind of that changed the way that I approached directing. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because it's like because I always thought wouldn't that be a good idea and it's like oh no 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 one doesn't do it yeah, one does
1: one does absolutely imagine that you're in you're ready you're, you're a guest actor you've been hired for six doctor who's and you're about to go and then they say right play the music let's play the titles in and you hear it oh
0: it's crazy it's it this is this theatrical sensibility that i didn't have a clue it survived intact so far i thought that once the technology caught up but it's the again it's like you, you pointed out in the brothers book, It's like three days between oh, that's that is crazy it is it's so, insane, so but... it was all done on the studio floor wasn't it like yeah. in the gallery as you say it's kind of like right and i'm guessing that these oh i'm guessing that right so one camera's got to piss off yeah whilst that scene's finishing up and then they cut to it and then the others have got to and then the the others have got to go
1: across the studio into the set join it finish that scene and then camera three is going oh i've got to go around there to start that one then it's joined by the others oh i mean those studios in those days it was basically avoid the cameras because they were big buggers and if they're rolling to the next position get
0: out the way essentially so did the op move it or did you move the op with the camera
1: well, it depended on the camera, because they had they had several. You've got the ones on PEDS, which could sort of, like, be floated about. They could comfortably move, be moved by one person. But then you've got the fact that they've got these giant cables, mm. huge cables coming out the back. And you needed someone to basically make sure the cables didn't touch. Because if the ta- cables touched from cameras, the picture just went. So you must be, you know, you had to plan this out so carefully. <clears throat> so if we've got to get this camera... At this point of this scene, it's got to go round to the next set. Well, that's fine, but it's got to go without crossing its cables over another camera. So the precision of planning these cameras... And were the cables
0: suspended or were they on the floor?
1: On the, on the floor, plugged into the wall around TV centre. So you had a basher, studio. I presume, following. Yes, you did, yeah. And if you were operating one of the moles, the mole being the crane camera, that's a, that's a three-person job. That camera.
0: This is just Huge. insane, isn't it? It's Ooh. just insane. When you you wouldn't have a clue of the ca- and so whilst all this chaos is go- going on, for example, you've got Gene Alexander just you know delivering being stoic the Stoic and yeah. Whilst cameras are buggering off,
1: whizzing past her, people are dragging cables. All this stuff's going on. It's Absolutely, great. it's
0: wonderful stuff.
1: It is. But I think the brothers is responsible for an awful lot more as well because I think. Um, First series of The Brothers goes out on a Friday. Goes out Fridays at ten past eight. From series two onwards, Sunday evenings, 7.15. That just becomes the BBC's drama time. And that's not predated? No, not predated. This is The Brothers that does it.
0: So Dr. Finley's case, but none of those things went out on Sunday evenings.
1: They went out generally during the week, and they could be a bit haphazard. The Brothers basically goes cemented. Sunday afternoon is drama schedule. And that stays the same. Well, I mean, it still happens, really. You know that you have your big mm. hit drama yeah. on the Sunday evening, but it's yeah. the brothers that establishes that that's the BBC's thing. That's what we do. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. <clears throat> oh, it's so good. The so whole good. culture of it and the mm. whole mechanics of it. The culture of rehearsing at Acton in London, and then they all get on the train together and go to Birmingham to record it. Wow. I love that, I love that Even that, you know, we're doing the Yes, it's BBC Birmingham though, so we'll all get the train
0: Oh Yes Yeah Up to Pebble Mill Which oh. I, I presume had a I, Well, you'll know better than me Who said it, but It's on some of one of the Planet of Evil It might be in a book mm. But because, is that right? Pebble Mill got the gig Of doing Planet of Evil No, they got Horror of Fang Rock Right, Horror of Fang rock. Mm. So um, they tried extra hard. Yes. So I'm guessing they would have done the same with the brothers. I think so. If you're if
1: you're little pebble mill, and you're doing some interesting stuff, regional stuff that then gets picked up by network, that's lovely. But then one day they go, "We got this new, we got this new soap opera thing." Have that. There's not enough studio. We can't give you a studio every week for 13 weeks. Just haven't got it. Birmingham, you can have it. I can imagine they go for it. And then when it turns out to be this huge success... Sugarnaut. Huge. No, you can't have it back. No, it's Birmingham. <coughs> keep that. Oh, yeah. And then Birmingham, of course, BBC Birmingham, went on to do a lot of big series after that, one by one. I always remember the VET programme. That was yeah. BBC Birmingham. So you, you've got a lot coming from the Midlands then. So... And it's a shame, isn't it? Because now the BBC is all about. We've got to get into the regions. Well, you were, mm. y- you were. You've downsized. Stop it. Yeah. You know. But then again, how many of the regional ITV studios are still there? Southern's been flattened not too recently.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still centralised, and potentially it was less so then. Um, mm. But, the but we're not enough is... studios now. Of course. Well, no. No. Mm. You should open your house up. Oh, I could do that. Let them come in and
1: film. I've often thought there's a swimming pool in the village, and it's a it's a very it's a concrete building. And I've often thought fill the swimming pool in; it's big enough studio. I'll produce
0: a thing. Just turn that into a studio for me. That would be lovely. With a flag, um, but the brothers yes. is a very nice thing. Oh, it's a one very of the very nice things. thing. Yes. I'm so delighted actually that I wasn't an early adopter like you, and I have it fresh. And now... You've got it um, all, to, all to come. All and, to come. And I've got the oh. winter stretching out in front of me. Unless we have power cuts. Well, yes. Which you know. is starting to look likely, isn't it? starting to look likely. I mean, as soon as they denied it would ever happen a few months back, it was like, right, okay, so it's going to happen. Now they're saying, what is it? It might happen. And it'll be yeah. three hours. And, and you
1: get 24 <sighs> hours notice. I've bought get candles. that colour
0: gas heater. Yes. Bought seriously it's going to be a bloody cold winter well Um, this is like you telling me to give my meter readings uh, have you done that
1: yet? no
0: no, No, because I've got another two days to do it so I will do it have you checked? is that what Ian said?
1: no I haven't checked I'm assuming that that's the case and if Ian says I'm wrong I'll say It's it's not to my understanding send him on to me Yes, so Mike said. Yes. So you pick it up with him.
0: Yes. Uh, no, as yes. far as
1: I'm concerned, no, absolutely not. I've got another I'll, I'll send it in at 5
0: minutes to midnight and damn their eyes and fingers crossed. Well, I mean, all this talk has yeah. made me, I tell you what's going on tonight. I'm going to have a brothers free evening. Even though I was up at 7 this morning and found myself having a coffee and watching the brothers. <clears throat> this evening I'm going to have a threads. I don't know what it is. Just, just to get yourself in the mood for the just winter. Just to get myself in the mood, <laughs> just you just know? Just to get ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other day when I was in London, um, I ended up, as I told you, mm. in um, a pub by Euston. They're the worst, these Awful. places. yeah. So you've got all these love songs playing, like really sad love songs, and you look round, there's just sort of very grey-looking men nursing pints, mm. waiting for the trains. Um, and it was just... It was the most... I had to charge my phone, so I went and sat in there and had a coffee. Mm. <clears throat> but what a miserable experience. But while I was in there, the telly was on, mm. and the bloody BBC News was on, and it was just like, this is just seeping into the consciousness, this misery porn, mm. just constantly on. Um, yeah, the Doric flyer. Don't go in there. It's horrible. No, and you're
1: saying it's attached to Houston. I think I've been it's in the It's on the
0: side, yeah. 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 I mean, yes. it's not as bad as, let's just say, what's what have we got at Euston? So you've got Euston now outside, you've got lots of orange benches outside all the eateries where everyone can sit and like ignore each other and eat next to each other. Mm. Um, I sat there and gave the pigeons some beef. Well, I sat off to the side, there was nowhere to sit on the orange benches, so I sat by the bike racks uh-huh. and just chucked beef at pigeons who ended up having quite a, a lively brawl over a pi- beef. Are uh, pigeons meant to be beef eaters? Or? I'm not certain, to be honest, yeah. but they were very small
1: pieces I gave to them. This is going to be used as evidence in future when we get some pigeon sort of Creutzfeldt-Jakob variant, I think. Yeah, is, yeah, Our giant where it pigeons
0: stalking Euston. Yeah, I bathed up. All right, oh. flick knives and stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was sat there, and it was like I wanted to charge my phone, and I had a look in all the various hideous, like, Nandos and... What else is there? Um, one of these coffee chains, horrid, mm. Mm. horrid, and all the plug sockets were hogged by young people. Fuck mm. off! So I had to go yeah. and sit um, down amongst the grey men, and um, I had I plugged it in. We were all right, but by God did I pay! It was livened up towards the end by a bunch of young ladies coming in who were all like bippy and ordering wine, and then I had to go. So, oh. but threads. Yes, it was kind of like being in threads. It sounds it actually, mm. yeah, yeah. Yes, so you don't fancy a threads yourself?
1: I did threads about three months ago. Occasionally, I, it's one of those things which I feel like, okay, I'm going to have to do it. A yes. bit like, a bit like Peter Watkins' <clears throat> films. I don't look forward yeah. to it, but occasionally I go, I've got to watch Culloden. Okay, build yourself up. It's like a
0: sawtooth and... in it, just waggling. It's like, ow. Uh, yeah, ow. But, you, but you've you, got to do you've it. You've
1: got to do it. I find I've got to do threads every couple of years, and I yeah. don't. I don't enjoy it, but I'll make myself do it. But it's oh
0: I don't know should I do it or not. No, I,
1: I think you should do it. Right. But okay. then I mean just try and make sure you've tartan trousers tomorrow so that you can recover. Um, the Trousal. only yes. The only respite is of course the very final shot of threads is the girl who's given birth to some sort of jelly. And she screams. And luckily she's got fillings. So you can go, ah, you wouldn't have fillings. Okay, so I can suspend disbelief here. Yes.
0: Why wouldn't she have fillings? Well, she was born after the bomb went off. Oh, I see. Mm. I thought you meant the strontium would have made them all fall out. Ooh, no. Ooh, no, No, I don't want to think about that. Nothing so technical. No, no, just just a television
1: aspect. Well, that I would, mean, it might be,
0: you know, a documentary soon. Who knows? Could well be. I don't Wait, want that. I can't be bothered. Oh, no, no, no. I can't Nobody be wants that. that.
1: Well, I well, can't be bothered. Some people do. Some people do, dear. They do. But yes, there we go. Hopefully, hopefully, by this time next week, we won't be dead.
0: Well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Spring's well, eternal. Positive note for you. So what are you going to do today, then? You're going to have some uh, nice telly, or have you? we've got some writing to do. Well, we've got writing to do, which is mm. nice. I've also got a boring report to write that isn't Oh, nice. you've
1: just oh, reminded me. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Edith. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, yeah, that awaits you as well, doesn't it? Ooh, oh, I've done... Oh, don't want to. Five o'clock yesterday morning, I got up to do some of them. I stopped at 11. Oh. No. No. No, not I nice. should resign. <laughs> not nice. But um, yeah, so there's there's that I've got to do that. I'm going to go and buy some beef. I um, need to buy some beef of yeah. some description. I oh, maybe lamb, I've got to see. Oh, lamb. Yes. Who knows. It's who knows? not spring, but okay, controversial. Yeah, they still chop them up all That's year round. True enough. Yeah. So I'm going to do that and then I am going to make a bit of a start on the brother's book treat myself yeah. to an ep.
0: I don't know what to do with that. It's like is it because I know what I'm like, I'll just be like that red. Right, spoiled. I think
1: I was thinking about this. What you need to do is just look at the interviews with people you know. So if the like I think there's interviews with people who aren't in it for a few series, don't read those ones. Mm. And don't read the episode guide because it's very detailed.
0: I'd like to read the one about Colin from Colin Baker, wouldn't I though?
1: The one from Colin Baker, who was voted the most hated person on television for his role as Paul Meredith. And he's thinking, oh, that's rather nice. I used to be an accountant, and now I've got this award from my son or something like that. And someone walks up to him in a car park and goes, here, aren't you that arsehole off the brothers? And he goes, why?
0: Yes, I am. Thwock. Bloody
1: hell. Punched straight in the face. Oh, hated he was.
0: Wow. Hated. Someone posted on uh, my picture of watching it last night, someone posted a snap, a topless snap of him with a sort of tash.
1: With the tash?
0: Yeah. But, I mean, yes. the thing is you can look at that and go, right, okay. But, however, knowing Colin Baker, you can see the look on his face and he's just having a laugh. He's loving it, isn't he, he doing really that He really is loving it.
1: He absolutely is. He's a genuine star baker. He's like yeah. he's too big for yeah. almost too big for television. I mean, he's in certainly terms of, too big for Doctor Who. Well, yeah, he was. He's bigger I don't mean than the in
0: character. Status terms. I just mean in performance terms. Yes, he's far it's far too it's big.
1: A giant. Well, I think that's a performance that would benefit now because everything looks bigger. We're not shooting in Studio Three. Yeah. I think now that's a performance that would work. Um, but,
0: God, he's good. He's- the eyeliner was a mistake, though, in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, yes.
0: Real mistake. I don't know yes. whose idea that was. His.
1: Probably someone would have been... Ronnie Allen, probably. I mean, there's a man in Ambassadors of Death, and some weeks the eyeliner's ornate. Oh, my yeah. God, he goes for it. Yeah. But, uh, yes. Oh, you've got all that to come, and it's it's a joyous experience, this show. It just leaves you wanting to you end up curring. That's what it is. You end up curring about the stories and about mm. these people. Mm. But reading that book, you suddenly go, Oh, and it was Hillary doing this, and Edward was and suddenly you know them as real people. Right. No, she wasn't doing that. I don't mean that. But mm. well, she might she probably was, looking at her. Mm. Anyway. Imagine Imagine that. Hillary would have been rehearsing in Acton, and they should have been coming home to you. And then and then she'd have gone oh, uh, I've got to pop to Birmingham for studio tomorrow, but I'll be
0: back around eight Michael. that's enough <laughs> right that's enough of that that's quite enough so um on that note <laughs> <laughs> um um yes, we hope you all enjoyed our uh, hour and a half <laughs> special on the brothers and the by mistake. Absen- Devastating <laughs> beauty of Hilary Tindall oh. and the devastating beauty of Colin Baker. Let's have it right in his uh, shirt off snap. I seem to—is uh, he got leather keks on in that? I'm not sure. Are they leather or denim? I'm not, I'm like, I'm I'm not sure. i have a look. But we'll post. It's a picture we'll I'd post never post seen that, before. It was hilarious. Mm, it was just picture. like that. He is taking the piss. Mm. Mm. That's his sense of humour. He's it not is. saying, "Look at me, lady." Well, he might be a bit.
1: No, but mostly of all, it's going to be. This will be a laugh. This,
0: this is funny. Yes, I'll do this. Yeah, should tweet it at him. You're good at that sort of thing. Oh, shall I? Shall I pop that on the Twitter? Yes, yes, yes. Let me ask you about this. Yes, yes. Our theory is thus.
1: Yes, Um,
0: we'll do that. Yeah. Well, we hope you all enjoyed it at home. Yes. And have a lovely week. And until the next time.
1: Goodbye. Bye bye. This